We are live, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Academy Sports Show coming from you remotely to stay up at home version. We appreciate you all logging in to the show. I just got the notification that I'm live, so I hope you got the notification that we are live. And if you got that notification, that means you are subscribed and you trigger that bell on YouTube, uh, Academy Sports Show, find our faces, like our faces, subscribe to our faces. That way you know when we go live. And if you know us, man, search us on Facebook, Andre Douglas, Joel Williams, we are there. Follow us. We'll take the request just so you can be in the chat, which is one of the best chats there is. Uh, it's a heavy content, heavy opinionated. And if you feeling froggy, go ahead. We'll send you the link, and you can appear in the show right now. So let us know. You see the hashtag. The hashtag. You see the the the, the handles down below. Follow IGN on YouTube. Hit us up on <laughs> IG. You see my handle. You see Joe's handle. You see the 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 YouTube handle. Man, we all here. We want all the smoke. We want everything because we about to give it to you. Tonight, right here on the Academy Sports Show Live, I'm your host, Andre Douglas, sitting next to me. Which way are you on the screen? Is your uh, host, Joe there Williams. You there you go. I like that. I had to actually go this way, I think, to look at you. <laughs> Man. What's up, brother? What's good, everybody? Deuces Dad 11, Kobe Nichols in the building already. We appreciate you. The chat is already jumping. Y'all know how we do. You know, like, like you heard Dre say. If you feel in some type of way, you got something to say, or if you feel in some type of way and you want to get online and you want to show your face and make your comments, just let us know. We will shoot you the, the, the info. We'll shoot you the link. It's a big show today. We got a lot to talk about. We got a little venting to do. You know, we had a situation yesterday where it just didn't go well for like either one of us. <laughs> like it didn't go well y'all like it, it's bad it's real bad out here so we got a lot to talk about today man but we gonna first open it up have a little fun with who you got y'all know how we like to do who you got as always we like to throw out throw it out there some randoms you gotta see what what dre has for me today what he has for us today who you got and we gotta go through week one takeaways nfl week one lot to take away from it. You had the social aspect. You had the football aspect. You had the emotional aspect. We're going to even tell you how we feel about our teams and how they did this weekend. Um, if any of you are, are linked or connected to Dre on Facebook, you might already know how he feels. I told him he should have saved that for tonight, but he'll have another opportunity to express if he's still feeling some type of way. As you can see, Kobe still ain't right. He hasn't gotten himself back together yet. Um, so we got Monday Night Football tonight as well. Got some games. One game about to start. We're going to give our predictions for both of those games this evening. And then, as always, a little special edition of Crystal Ball Predictions. We like to end the show with what we think is going to happen or what the big storyline will be going into week two. So we'll talk a little bit about our predictions from last week. How did they turn out? And then we'll get into uh, what we think we'll be talking about here on the Academy Sports Podcast next week. So y'all know how we do. We got you in the chat. Kobe Deuces Dad 11 is here. I see a seven other people. 
watching this as well. So we already got a lot of activity, already got a lot of action. Make sure you comment, make sure you chat, make sure you share. And most of all, if you really got something to say, you know how to do, because you know how we do. Yeah. Everything tonight, Academy Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Let's get it in. And plus, man, we got a great sponsor here at Academy Sports Show. If you want to be a sponsor, hit us up on uh, Gmail, Show at gmail.com. If you're, you just want to contribute to the show, you got your own channel. Hey, I was here with Sports Dad Sequels from here. He, he, you know, he's a habitual pot stir, you know, and he got the comment section all stirred up, and we appreciate him for that. So if you want to be a part of the show, you got something to plug, or you just got something on your mind, hit us up on the Gmail so we can schedule you to be a part of the show. It ain't got to be the whole show. It can just be a segment. You can bring up a topic. You know, and and share your point of view on certain things. Maybe you think we're not hitting something the right way, so go ahead. Just let us know. You can hit us up at show at gmail.com, or you can DM us on our handles below. But our sponsor today is Mr. Mike Vons Plumbing. Uh, Vons Plumbing, both licensed and insured, provides top quality services at great prices. Whether it's just getting up to cold water, proofing our daily home services, we suggest you call the man. 313-304-7786. Bondsplumbing.com. Dot com. Oh, 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 oh. You got to feel it. However, it's about. That's all it is. You go to the man. They got a whole map of all the areas that they service as well as the services that they provide. But we suggest you call the man. 313-304-7786. That man right there. It's not James Harden, but he no. is the real MVP. No. <laughs> not James Harden. Definitely not James Harden. shows up in the clutch. <laughs> Absolutely. He, hey, he's won more games than James Harden. Ooh. All right, so you saw the breakdown, man. Let's acknowledge everybody in the comments, like Joe said. Kobe, I see you. Deuces at 11, I see you. Y'all bring the comments, man. The more people, the merrier. And the best way you can do that is to share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook, share the stream. If you're watching on YouTube, copy the link, share the stream. So that way we get more people in here, more people subscribe to the channel, and more people hitting that notification bell. So that way it's more people in here to argue with and more point of views and everything. So that will help us grow. We love arguing. We love it. We love it. Love so, it. let's get right into it, man. You just let's just hop right into the game because All the right. game will help us transition in certain ways. See, I made the game transitional today. Like, okay, you know, I didn't make a lot of topics because the game will help us flow through those topics. Okay, okay. Right? So they touch through some things. Through <laughs> some things. All right. So, uh, uh, you know, happy week one to everybody. First of all, man, how did it feel for you on Sunday? How did it? How did it feel to wake up knowing that football was gonna come on that day? Listen, man, it was. I mean, it was. A, it was like Christmas morning, like when you were a kid and you just you went to sleep with expectation, right? Because you knew, like, let me get to sleep so the morning to come real fast, right? Man, I got up. I got. I got to the gym. I did everything I was supposed to do. No distractions. I announced to the wife. Two days prior <laughs> and the day before and that morning. And I kept saying, I only got two hours left. I only got one hour left. I made sure I got home, 
DoorDash had the food. Everything was in order. Everything was in order, man. I sat down and at one o'clock, I was, I had Red Zone up saying, and we are live seven hours of nonstop football. Man. <laughs> man, I was at work, bro. And I knew I was getting off in time. And like, I, they can see my smile behind my mask. <laughs> it's like, why are you so happy? Because I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch football all day. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. All day. Nobody's going to bother me. I'm watching football all day. Happy football day. Happy Let's football go. day. It was like Christmas morning, man. It was like Christmas morning. Woo! All right. All right. I see y'all. I see y'all starting to bubble. So let's go ahead and let's get through these topics here. And y'all know where it's going to go. So stay tuned. You know where it's going. You know where it's going. So stay tuned. But let's throw up that first topic. Let's All right, first time we got, let me throw it up. Let's let's get you know where it's going. So just <laughs> wait. It's getting there. All right, so we 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 go. It's who you got time, right? It's who you got time. Who you got time? All right, here we go. First one up. First one, a surprising, a surprising. Ooh. This game was lost in the shuffle yesterday because it was on during football. So not a lot of ratings, not a lot of interaction. I may have looked at the score once and Clippers was up, and then we saw the after score was like, ooh. Yeah. Game seven. Bad move, NBA, for putting this one out there like that. Bad move. They can't help it. Game seven. Oh, yeah, God. The Clippers or the Nuggets? Who would have thought this would be a question? This was not supposed to be a question, sir. We had Clips in six. I had Clips in six. I said Denver was good enough to win another game. I felt like they were, they, this, we shouldn't sleep on them. This was a, a, a playoff team last year. Matter of fact, a conference finals team last year. So you got to respect them, I felt like, enough to give them another game when they was down 3-1. So they got that other game, right? Yep. Then they got this one, though. Another one. And they was down 19. They got yokished. <laughs> so who you got, Game 7, sir? Oof. I got to go with the Clippers, bro. Do you have to, though? I have they to. They ain't showed you nothing in these two games. You don't think they can give you three I got in a it. row? I gotta go. I'm going with the Clips, bro. I'm going with the defending champ, Kawhi. I'm going with Kawhi and the squad, bro. They gotta lock up, play D. They gotta make shots. And they 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 can't let Denver run get out like that. The bottom line is defensively, these dudes have these lapses. And I can't believe it because to me, they should be the best perimeter defensive team in the league. But at the end of the day, I listen, game sevens. You look at who is the best player on the floor. You could argue that there have been players on the floor that are better for the Nuggets at times, but the best player on the floor is still Kawhi. So I'm going with the best player on the floor. I'm going Clips in game seven. Ooh. Bro, I'm going to throw a curveball. You're not going to do it. I'm let, me get, let me get my hand ready. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Listen. Game seven. 
I'm rolling with the Nuggets. I'm rolling with the Nuggets because they have shown me in these two games they are deeper and smarter than the L.A. Clippers right now. They are playing intelligent basketball. They are taking advantage of every switch, and they have a guy that is unswitchable in Jokic. Jokic has been killing them the last two games. Paul Millsap got in some in game six. like, And then Jamal Murray, he's becoming a closer. But Jokic is the key. In last series, it was all Murray. This series is all Joker, bro. You switch on Joker, you put somebody small, I'm shooting over you, or I'm taking them to the post. You switch on me somebody big, I'm shooting over them because they don't like to come out here. He is a switching nightmare, and Montrez Harrell is getting destroyed. Their defensive stopper, their energy guy, he's getting murderized in these last couple games. So I'm going to go with Jokic. PG on the biggest stage in a game seven? I don't trust. Ooh, wait, wait. You trust, you don't trust PG, but you trust yo, you trust the Joker in game seven? I what trust. Game seven have you seen to trust the Joker? Hey, sometimes you got to walk on faith. <laughs> and for what I sit for, you got to go on what you know. And what I know is PG don't show up. And from what I know, these last couple games, Joker been killing them. So it's got to be some kind of like like I was saying last week, a Lou Will game still ain't came yet. So maybe this is the Lou Will game. Who knows? Maybe this is the Lou Will game where he put up thirty, Kawhi put up thirty five, and PG skates by with 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 being ugly this game. Who knows? I could be wrong. Most people will say I'm wrong, but I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Sir, you're trusting in the youngsters to pull I out. A, well, I got a feeling, bro. I've never, you know me, I, I struggle to ever go down the, the, the rabbit hole you're down because in the NBA, you it's you got to prove it. You can play these great games and you can have all these great moments, but when it boils down to it, there's nothing like a game seven. And we have no historical reference point for the Denver Nuggets in game seven. None. Zero. None. None. And really, all you going off of is Kawhi right now. That's it. Because the historical reference on PG ain't good. We ain't Doc Rivers, guys. They definitely ain't came through. And they centers them even. You're hoping on Kawhi Leonard right now. That's, a, that's enough to hope on. It's good. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I feel you. I gotta go with the eye test right now, and the eye test that's telling me that the Denver Nuggets felt so disrespected by the Clippers, and they, they pulled them up, and they gonna fight. They're not gonna be like the Bucks and just roll over and just keep losing. The Raptors show heart in their game seven. I think Denver's gonna show heart and get the dub. Oh, okay, because the Raptors lost. I just wanted to point that out. I, I know, I know, but they weren't as talented as this team. They played, they played a team more talented than them, but they're not a team that just dies. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's Game Seven, and we down by four. This team has came back from 20 down, 
16 down, 15 down. We've seen them come back from huge deficits because the Clippers constantly lack something. They lack some kind of focus, some fortitude, uh, respect for your opponent. They've been lacking something. Denver's going to take advantage of it. Okay. Y'all heard it here. Hey, listen, that's on record. Okay. You gonna have to hold you're gonna be held accountable if they lose. Listen, I made the graphic, so I knew what I was gonna say. <laughs> I knew what I was gonna say. Corey points out the Nuggets have had a couple game sevens the last two years. That's true. And they lost. So actually I think they won one and lost one. Because they lost, I think they lost the one to the Blazers. So we'll see. I, I, I gotta go listen. I got to go with the best player on the floor. In game seven, whoever usually had that best player on the floor is going to get the dub. I'm going with the best player on the floor. I can feel you on that one. This one, this one for me, I can't I can't fault you for going the other one. What does what the board say? What is everybody saying? You got, a, you got a mixture. Corey says the Nuggets. Kobe is riding with you. He said, tell him, Dre, like you preaching. Nick got the clips. You know, it's, it's, it's a mixture. I mean, people feeling you. People feeling the energy. It's just, you know, the knee-jerk reaction is popular in the NBA. Ooh. Popular. Oh, okay. You know, the, that, the, was that? The, I mean, it's it is. It's the current. Oh, you know, boxing going on right now. No, nah, it's not. I'm just saying, you know. Well, I got to be knee-jerk. How come I didn't opinion? I mean, it's, it's knee-jerk because we both picked the Clippers to win the series. I know. So, they play like hot garbage. I'm allowed to back out. I just I ain't gonna I ain't gonna run with a blind horse if it ain't gonna take me nowhere. <laughs> Sometimes you, you gotta get off. <laughs> All right, Clipper, clip. I got clips. You got nuggets. We'll see. All that right. game is tomorrow night, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. All right. Which takes us into our next one. We see you, pops. Okay, pops got the Clippers. Okay. There we go. Let's see. Oh, you got Ooh, Easter Conference Finals is going to be fire emoji, bro. <laughs> Bigger Jimmy Butler or Jason Tatum? Oh, Bigger impact. Oh. I think that, I think. You know what? I don't think this is as challenging as as it seems. Ooh. I don't I, I don't I don't think it's as challenging as it seems because I think going into this, if you look at the two teams, if you look at the players, you just match roster to roster. I think you gotta say they're evenly matched, but Boston's got a little more dog and a little more athlete in them than Miami. Mm. Boston's got more dog than Miami? Yeah, because Miami's dog is the guy in the, on the screen. Everybody else is here to do their job. None of them other boys want to really scrap like that. Boston got the mentality. Boston got the we're going to beat you up mentality. That's not Miami's. They don't have that mentality. So when you think about impact between these two guys, I think the bigger impact – 100% is Jimmy Butler. Because if Jimmy doesn't have a great series, the Heat lose. If if he doesn't have a great all-around series, the Heat lose. He need to score. He got to lead. He got to make sure his 
his players get the ball. Tatum, Tatum can have an a good series and they can still beat the Heat in six or seven because of the help that he has. Tatum arguably has two other guys that are players, ballers, brawlers. They're ready. I think the biggest impact is Jimmy Butler. Duncan doesn't have dog in him, sir. No, sir. <laughs> All right. There's no dog in Duncan. They got players now. Don't get me wrong. They got shooters. They got pretties. They ready. They're not ready to bump and brawl, though. Mm. Boston ready. Boston got a thug on their team. Mm. Okay? He came out of Oklahoma State. Questionable. He's not really here to play basketball, but he makes big plays for this team. Okay? But Boston can still win this series if Tatum has a good series. I think this is the moment where we're going to really find out, is Miami just happening or – is this about are they really truly that team? So I got Jimmy as the biggest as the as the bigger ECF impact. If Miami wins, it's because Jimmy Butler was the man again. So your biggest impact doesn't correlate with who necessarily wins the series. No, it does not. Nope. Maybe we should change the question. Well, okay. Well, I might have changed it by with my answer. I think Jimmy has the bigger. I, I think he does have the bigger impact on the series, but that doesn't necessarily mean the Heat are going to win. Okay. Bigger impact. Okay. Now you make me look at it in a different way. <laughs> because to me. To me, obviously, to me, this is going to be Jason Tatum. To me, I think it's Jason Tatum because more talented. Okay. Like, and he, he when I see him with the Kobe's on, I uh-huh. <laughs> when I see him with the Kobe's on, bro, I feel like he's feeling himself. Like, he in his bag when he come out with the all-purple Kobe's on, bro. <laughs> Okay. And like he on a whole, he's he's trying to enter another stratosphere. Right. Jimmy Butler is a dog. He is the dog of that team. And I agree with Core. He uh Bam is an X Factor. The one thing about Boston, though, the Raptors took advantage of Kimball Walker and his lack of defense. So they they went at him, they tried to switch on him every time. And whoever got the switch, he was he was the one getting killed. So that lets me to believe that Tatum should probably get more shots, more isolations. He's gonna be guarded by Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and Gordon Dragic. Like I feel like he's gonna go off. So yeah, yeah, I'm going with Tatum. I'm serious. If Boston has to get out this series, I don't believe that he can be pedestrian and they still get out this series. I don't believe that he can be good and they still get out this series. Mm. I think he has to be a star in this series for them to get out. Because Jimmy and that Miami defense, they only lost one game all playoffs. Right. They're a dangerous squad. 
you're going to have to ball against them. And I think he's going to up his level of play and get the dub. Who get the dub? Okay. Okay. All right. Looks like, uh, let's see. Corey said Tatum is the biggest X factor. Um, Kobe tried to say Duncan Robinson is a dog, but we know how we we know that was a joke. So we'll see. I think this is the best matchup of the two. I'm gonna be honest with you. This Miami Boston series to me matches up better than the to me than the, even the Clips Lakers series because I think the Clips Lakers series is just everybody wants to see can LeBron and AD beat PG and Kawhi. If missing the Nuggets, if if the Nuggets get in, then I think. I think the Lakers will be a heavy favorite against the Nuggets. So I think either way, this series is a bigger series than whatever happens out west. See, I, was, I gave the Nuggets they respect. Now, I would I would respect the Nuggets a lot more if they make it because ain't, nobody on Lakers can guard Joker. Oh, for sure. If you – well, I mean, 100%, if you – if the Nuggets make it, you're definitely going to look at the Nuggets as a different team. Like – They've been coming for a long time, right? Like they've been kind of progressing along the way. If they elevate to the Western Conference Finals by by beating the Clippers, I'm looking at them as they've improved even from last year. Because think about it, they pretty much ran it back. They lost last year and didn't really do anything. Michael Porter got healthy, right. and y'all pretty much ran it back. Same squad. So I still think though it's a bigger series to me now to see this Miami Boston matchup. Because I think they might play AD on Joker. That would be interesting. I mean, it has a couple of interesting matchups, but this is filled with with uh, this will be a classic grinding series. Like we'll we'll talk, you know, prediction. But this is to me is going seven. I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah, I yeah. This I want to see seven of this. Yeah, Miami, Boston. I want to see seven like this. I, I would go seven Boston right here with Tatum being the MVP of this series. Um, he's going to have games where he's he, he don't may not be the leading scorer, and that will probably be the games that they lose. Right. <laughs> you know, but Jimmy Butler has to be the leading scorer. They won a couple games without him being the leading scorer, I think, once. But Tatum has to be the leading scorer for them to beat the Heat. And I, I look for him to rise to the occasion. He got that. He's trying to get that mamba in his things. He's trying to get there. Like, I like a guy with goals and aspirations to be the best. <laughs> well, you know? we will see because the kick and ball, and we wait. We, we're, I'm waiting to see that just take over a series type out of him. Like, just for all four of the wins that they got, if assuming that, you know, if they were to win the series, the leading scorer was Jason Tatum. The leading assist guy was Jason Tatum. Like, this dude ascended. Um, to Dennis's uh, level, where he's a triple double cal uh, triple dub caliber performance for Tatum, 100%. If the dude can do that, you know, two games or so, you're gonna have you gonna be talking impact all day. I think if the Heat win this series, though, it'll be because Jimmy was another world Jimmy again, because he's kind of been that this playoffs. Because you didn't, nobody had the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. No, no. Everybody knew they were a scary team, but nobody thought they was gonna get past the, the Bucks. If, right. You know, if that came to it. And then uh, you know, Toronto, you know, let's give let's give Toronto their props. They went as far as they could with that roster. But everybody knew they was missing a guy. They was missing 
the guy. Kyle Lowry isn't the guy anymore. Not at all. So he deferred a lot in that series, but he was still their leader. Siakam wasn't ready to be the guy. Not really. You know? and, and that team's going to look very different next year. Like, guys yeah. are gone. Like, Ibaka's gone. They're not going to pay him. Van Fleet's about to get paid by the Knicks or somebody crazy. <laughs> yeah, the Knicks is going to throw the whole, you know, he's going to make 20 million a year in the Knicks uniform and average 10 points just because of what he did in Toronto. So that man about to go get paid somewhere. So Toronto's going to look totally different. So I, I would say Boston did have the, the easier – you know, kind of walk there, but they did go through a game seven. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard to say, you know, the, the Heat got through an injured, you know, Giannis, but before Miami might be primed. They might be primed, but I'm putting well, my money I'm putting my money on Boston. Let's not forget Boston has dealt with LeBron for a couple of years. I mean, when they were young, they were, they were coming hard at the Cavs. You know, they was and they weren't backing down. They did not care. And they were coming after the cast. So this team has been building its way up to this point. They've we've known it. They've been talented. They have an excellent head coach. So you know that this team is gonna be there. I like Boston in seven. Same thing with Boston though. Two years ago, they took they took LeBron in game seven. No, yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. Boston has been prepped for this. Yeah, oh, I thought you were talking about Miami. Oh no, we no. I I, I haven't believed in Miami since they were like D Wade played for them. <laughs> yeah, Boston two years ago they took LeBron to a game seven. They got Kyrie, got derailed. This year, you know, uh, they they're hoping that Gordon Hayward never comes back. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the only thing that can mess them up if Gordon Hayward comes back. I, they got to trade that man. Like, trade Gordon Hayward away. Get anything for Gordon Hayward because this is your squad. Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kimball Walker. That is your core. That's yeah. your core. And you take that core as far as you can go because this is an uber talented team with a great coach. And, uh, you know, after I went back through it, I agree a little more with Cephas talking about Boonholzer or whatever and his coaching scheme and then preparing them for, you know, different matchups. You know, he didn't really change his coaching scheme. He went with what worked and didn't really switch up. Right. And Stevens, man, this guy, he plays every kind of way. He adapts He's like Nick Nurse, you know, throwing different kind of defenses. Other tape watcher. I'm looking for a great series. You got two great coaches. I think Eric Bolcher deserves his roses too. This was a guy. This was a guy who was just thrusted into a position. It seemed like, but Pat Riley had the vision on this guy, and he met the expectation. And without superstars, he continued the expectation. Without LeBron and D Wade, he kept making the playoffs. Like this guy is an excellent coach, and he adapts well, and he gets the best out of his guys. So two great coaches going at it as well. All right. So next up. <laughs> oh god, are you frozen? No. Okay. Who you got? Bigger week one. <laughs> 
Lions or Browns? Uh, cue to rant. <laughs> Bro. 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 You first, sir. Bro. The game might have been waiting on this. <laughs> bro. I hate the Lions, bro. <laughs> I I hate them. They oh oh the pain is just coming back. I hate them. I watched this game. My answer is the Lions, by the way. I hate I watched this game. And it's just a hot dumpster fire of SOL. Same old lines. <laughs> you you give us this hope and belief through the game, text it through the game. Adrian Peterson is doing his thing. They're handing him off, getting hella yards. You know what I'm saying? Getting hella yards on limited carries. Stafford thinking and dunking. No Kenny Galladay. You're still getting it. Cephas Rogers is out there catching balls. You got receivers I never heard of. You know? He was Rogers from Wisconsin. Yes. Wow. And he and, and they do other things. And then the stupid stuff pops up. Jamie Collins. You want to hit the ref? Huh? Jamie Jamie Collins. <laughs> stupid. That's what you want to do in the middle of a game. Little announcer, little little, little Vilma getting his little run. You know. Oh, they brought in some character guys. Darius Slay's out now. They want to get some better guys in on the character team. Shut your mouth. You brought in a dude that's headbutting referees in the beginning of the game. It's because he played for the Patriots. It's stupid. But you know what? We ate that. We said, okay, we still winning. It's, 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 we still winning. And you losing to Mitchell Trubisky. You losing to a guy who sounds like a cracker. You throw up the stat. 3-0 against the Lions. If you're Mitchell Trubisky, you want to get your season off right. You know what you do? You play the Lions. Oh, you know what? We got something for that ass now. Okay. 26-3. Eat it. Eat it. I took a nap and woke back up and we was winning. You know how that feel as a Lions fan? Usually you take a nap, you come back, we losing. Like, how did this happen? I took a nap. I woke up. We was winning. I said, okay. Cornerback gets hurt. Cornerback gets hurt. Safety gets hurt. I said, oh, man. Uh, it's too late to be SOL right now. It might be close. Touchdown. Okay. We're going to keep it close. That's what the Lions do. That's what the Lions do. Prater missed field goal. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Short field. Oh, okay. All right, Matthew Stafford interception. Ah, come on, Tiger. Ah, 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 ah. Game over. No, no, ain't game over. You up? We got the ball. We got the ball. Fantasy says Matthew Stafford. Pick up Matthew Stafford. He's gonna be a great addition to your fantasy team. He's gonna throw a lot of passes. He's gonna make a lot of big plays. Last year before he got hurt, he was he was gonna be in the MVP race. Walk down, march, raging down the field is a team that will not yield. They yielded. They yielded. You threw the ball to the rookie and he dropped it. Wide open. Take the helmet off and get out. 
Get out. Get out. I hate you. Like I said before, it wasn't even nobody in there to boo you. We couldn't even be like, boo you, as you walked off the field. That was horrible. It was pathetic. And it was the same old lines. I hate you. But I'm going to watch next week. <laughs> Are you going to watch next week? Because they go to Green Bay next week. Now I'm frozen. No, you're not frozen. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna watch next week? I got to, man. I got Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> are you? <laughs> are you still? Uh, wait, are you watching for for them or are you? <laughs> listen, listen. You had two goals. You're either gonna make the playoffs. But now your goal is to lose every single game. You lose every single game. The Jaguars won. First first sucky team is wide open for you. It's wide open. Yeah, I actually thought there was a good chance that you guys were going to um, – that I was like, oh, man, they're going to win. So they're going to be out of the Trevor sweepstakes quick. And then Washington was winning and – and everybody, I was like, uh-oh. Washington won. Jacksonville won. Teams on the eye test that yep. are worse than us. Yep. With harder opponents won. But no, not the Lions. So just continue to suck. Keep sucking. Keep that level sucking. That's your expectation of suck. Keep that same energy. Don't you dare go to Lambeau Field and beat Green Bay. Don't you dare. Lose every game. Trevor Lawrence oh, had man. three yeah. touchdowns on Saturday. Yep. We're going to get a fresh Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. Keep sucking. What's your answer? <laughs> Well, hey, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, man. The biggest dumpster fire is definitely the Lions. It you got, lost about 35 points. I didn't expect to win anyway. <laughs> listen, I was listen. I was done watching the game after the first quarter. I had flipped over, started watching the Packers game on my iPad and was rooting for my second favorite NFL team and player and watched them torch the uh, Vikings. I said 10-6 and six for the Browns. This was one of the six right here. I had no hope going in to this game. No fans. Like they're gonna. This is basically practice with with Lamar Jackson. There's no way I planned on winning this game. The first quarter was it was a dumpster fire by itself. They, they went. They gave him the ball twice inside the thirty because they fumbled the ball. I mean, threw an interception and then had a blocked punt. And you went for it on fourth and three with the hammer. It was over after that. I myself thought we were going to be on this show, and I was going to have to deal with crap from you, from all the Lions fans, like I did last year when the Lions were had a better record than the Browns because the Lions had won. I'm looking, all of a sudden, you text me, and I'm like, why is he so upset? It was 23 to nothing. What what's the problem? 
it's 23 to 19 and they're kicking extra point. <laughs> all I could do was start laughing, bro. That's all I could do. I just started laughing. I'm sorry. And then to see that it ended up the way it did where my man dropped the ball. And, and, and you know, it's that's that's worse. It, to me, it's worse to go into a game, be up in the fourth quarter and lose on 21 unanswered than it is to go into a game favored to lose and still lose. <laughs> so I, I just take pleasure. But, but come on, but, but for real though, like your team played horrible. Like you have to have some reservation. Like, like Baker yeah, Mayfield yeah. look like horrible. I have, I do have reservation, but we're not talking about the 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 biggest trash can fire. We're talking. All about right, so we answered that question. Okay, we answered. Now moving forward, your <laughs> expectations. I saw. I told you my expectations. Moving forward, your expectations of the Browns now after just seeing that one game. Because you got Joe Burrow, and he looked pretty solid coming up on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, and I still expect us to be ten and six. So is that a win or a loss? Is that one of the <laughs> ten or one of the six? The Cincinnati coming up, that's a win. Yeah, that's a win. Cincinnati, we got the Washington football team. Um, we got teams that surprised people either by their play or by getting a win over another not-so-good team. I still expect to be 10-6 and six this year. Um, I don't expect to beat the Ravens at all. So that's two, two of the six right there. Um, and then – after that, there's four other games, I think, that are losses on the schedule. But we got, thankfully, because of the super hard schedule of last year, our schedule this year is easier because we suck so bad. And so in the NFL, you get a softer schedule when you have the the worst, you know, the lower record. So I still like our chances. Am I Do, do I feel a little worse about this 10-6? and six? Like, am I as confident as I was last week? No. I'm not screaming Cleveland this week, I can tell you that. That was because it was bad. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be pissed next week if we lose to the Bengals. I'm going to tell you that. I, I might do a U next week if we lose to the Bengals. Because next week, we're in different positions. Next week, you're going to Lambeau. You're not expecting to win. No. Next week, we have Cincinnati Bengals in Ohio. I don't care where you play them at. I expect to win this game. The roster's better. The talent's supposed to be better. Yes, Joe Burrow looked good in his first start. Um, the Chargers could not cover anything, which was weird, but they're banged up in their secondary. But their defensive line is still successful um, with, with uh, Melvin Ingram and, and Bosa. Um, but at the end of the day, I just think all around better team. So I think that hey, the Browns should Cincinnati win. should be 1-0 right now. They really should. They should be 1-0. They really like, should. That push-off, A.J. Green, okay, you can call it that. But at least go on, give him a chance to go to overtime. And the, the idiot liquored up kicker <laughs> missed a chip shot. <laughs> and then go claim he was hurt. Somebody shot him in the leg. <laughs> he said, oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Classic, you had one job, bro. Classic. <laughs> oh, my God. He missed that kick and grabbed his hamstring. He said, Oh man, hey. man! Take me out, <laughs> y'all! Cut y'all kicker. Did you see that? Yeah, that doink off of the like that was when I knew it was bad. I said, okay, ten nothing. 
And then we went down the field and scored. So that's when I was like, okay, I got a little – We I saw something on that drive. Let's go. Yeah. And they started giving it to Chubb like they're supposed to. You start getting players involved. Touchdown. Doink. 10-6. Up. I was like, well, same old Browns. This one's going downhill from here. So I – I just really, really, really had a bad feeling after that. I already expected to lose, and then, and then it got worse. Oh, good. That's good to know. Side note: Kobe says Big Ben is looking like trash tonight. All right, good. <laughs> It'll be a battle for second place in the AFC North, and I still like my chances. Hey. Just forgot that. Forgot that fast. All right. Well, that was kind of fun. <laughs> everybody got. Everybody got what they wanted, though, in regards to your situation. Everybody definitely got what they wanted. They wanted to hear you do that, and you just went black on camera. What is happening? Sorry. <laughs> I had to be a dad in that moment. <laughs> I didn't want you to be able to read my lips. Okay. <laughs> Straight thumb on the camera. <sighs> Rosen. Who's Rosen Felfer? <laughs> He's talking about Rosenberg. <laughs> That's funny. Ring the bell on there. Rowan Gardner. I love that movie. <laughs> I like that. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so in, in in that whole game, we got you know Tuesday's games out the way, right? We we picked who's gonna win Game Seven. We picked the vibe of, of of the Miami Celtics series. We both think that's gonna be a seven game series. It'll be fun to see where it is when we come back on Monday. Who's up? Is it tied? Don't know the schedule, but I know it's gonna be some games worth watching. And they got a whole Tuesday to themselves, no football. So that should be fun. So man, we're in we're in the apex right now of sports, NFL and NBA going at the same time. You know, you get NBA games, you get NFL tonight, NBA games tomorrow, more NFL on Thursday. I mean, it's it's a paradise right now. I love it. All right. What's next on the docket? NFL pre- dead. <laughs> I want to say NFL predictions, but uh, after who we got, we got week one takeaways. Week, week one takeaways. Week one takeaways. So, like I said, we was we was happy to see. So let's just go through the week one schedule. We got Texas and Chiefs to start off the start off the year. That was pretty much all all Chiefs. That's say Chiefs. Yeah, Texas and the Chiefs. It's pretty yeah. much all Chiefs. But shout out to the rookie running back. He had a good game. Shout out to whoever picked him in our fantasy league. I had him tagged, and somebody got him before me. No, like people were sleeping on him. Some people, people who did their homework in fantasy, picked him. But he actually, what he was actually on everybody's like uh, every expert board. He was on there, um, and he came through. I'm excited for the kid. I loved him at um, LSU. I thought he was actually a bigger part of their success than people talked about. You know, they had 2,000-yard receivers, so – and Joe Burrow, obviously. So he didn't get as much pub, but the man was – a, a he was a 1,000-yard back at LSU, and 
not only that, he catch the ball out the backfield. So, oh yeah, Kobe had him. That's right. <laughs> so, Chiefs going undefeated this year? No, the Chiefs are not going undefeated. It's hard to go undefeated in the NFL. I think they will lay an egg one week and lose, not because of uh, because of their quarterback. Um, I think they'll just end. I think their defense is gonna is gonna cost them a game or two this year. Um, they're they're definitely more aggressive this year. I can tell you that. And they're definitely playing with confidence. They believe in the Spagnola scheme, but I think they're going to lose one or two games. All right. Bills, Jets. We got the Bills beating the Jets by 10. That game wasn't even close, nowhere near. Maybe no. on Bell gets hurt again. And the Bills try, to, Bills try to make the push to be AFC East champions. They got a good chance, man. I'm going to be honest with you. They have a good chance. I don't think I don't think New England's the powerhouse that they've been. So I think that's definitely open – uh, for for competition, and I think the Bills the Bills bring gutty defense, and they got a good quarterback, and they they are they kind of you can tell they kind of know who they are. They're confident in themselves. Um, I, that game on it kept popping up on um, on red zone. They controlled that game. It, it really wasn't as close as it looks on the scoreboard. They dominated. They still turned the ball over a little bit, but um, I think they have a good chance to win the AFC East this year. Yeah, Josh Rosen is. Josh Rosen, garbage. Uh, <laughs> uh, their quarterback, um, he he growth. You see growth within his year. Yeah. But, uh, Josh, Packers, Allen. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Packers, Vikings, uh, forty-three to thirty-four. A Rod goes off on the Vikings defense. Defense not what we thought it was going to be this year. Vikings, <laughs> <laughs> Vikings may struggle. But Aaron Rodgers proved that man got a chip on his shoulder. Woo. Hey, listen. Y'all don't want no parts of that man's situation. Y'all better, y'all better get off that man's back. Anybody on the schedule, y'all better get off that man's back. You better hope on first take they don't stop bringing him up. Y'all better hope they start making – all summer long you had these random ESPN storylines where they want to talk about his attitude and talk about all this crazy stuff. Y'all better, y'all better leave this man alone. That's a bad man. That number 12, that's a bad man. Yes, he is. Uh, Eagles at Washington. Washington gets to win by 10, 27-17. Carson Wentz played like hot garbage. <laughs> Talk about disappointing, man. You let the no-name Washington Redskins beat you. Uh, they ain't even got no name, man. I call them the no-name Washington Redskins. Come on, man. Ooh, that's hilarious. Game, they just squandered that one, man. It's like they took their foot off the gas. But this is the NFC East, another eight and eight team getting to the playoffs. Man, all right, we already touched on the Ravens and the Browns. Ravens won thirty-eight to six. Lamar Jackson, still that guy. Still that guy. Uh, Colts Jaguars. Jaguars won twenty-seven to twenty. Everybody thought the Colts had a chance uh, to to make some noise this year, but Philip Rivers is still Philip Rivers. That's what I'm clapping for right now, Philip Rivers. Thank you, Philip. Thank you. You are who we thought you. Oh man. Thank and you, Philip. Late game picks, baby. Do it every time. Get that man. Get that backup quarterback. Uh, uh, uh was it Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Let that man be leading the team this time. Y'all gonna go out? Think y'all got something better? Man, if y'all don't let Jacoby play, Philip, go ahead and take care of that family, baby. Go ahead and take care. We got more completions to the other team. Yep. Than any other quarterback. 
Um, Raiders, Raiders win 34-30 against the Panthers. Nobody really expects the Panthers to be good, but do you think the Raiders will actually have a chance in the AFC West? No, I don't. But they're going to bring an exciting brand of football to Vegas, and I think the Las Vegas in these in the nights. What do you call Las Vegas people? The Vegas Ites. You've been there more times than me. I don't know. The Vegans. What Dennis? Are you still on? What do you What are you guys known as? The Nevada Ites, the Vegas Ites, whatever. If you're from those fans in Vegas, the the what? Nevadians. Nevadians. Okay. I wonder what you call the Las Vegas folks. Well, they're going to be happy, I think, with. Actually, just you, you, I in the state, not the city. Oh, no, because I'm a Clevelander. Oh, okay. I win. Okay, I guess so. so. A, a Detroiter, right? Right. I don't know. All We're right. off. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think the Raiders are still going to bring exciting football, like to to Vegas. I think it's a cool marriage between that team and that city. Um, and they, they played with a lot of like Moxie, the strippers. Wow. <laughs> Cole, get the bell, baby. You get the bell for that one. That's I don't know if Dennis is gonna appreciate that one. Let's move on. Yeah, I don't think the Rangers are gonna compete either. Bears Alliance, I'm not touching that. Uh Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks beat the Falcons 38 to 25. Are the Seahawks honest contenders in the NFC? Absolutely. Absolutely. The Seahawks are legit. Russ is legit. And you look, last year was close. That It was close, but it wasn't. I think Lamar took the league by storm. And I think that's what definitely helped him win that MVP outright. I mean, outside of the fact that he had a dominant season, but everybody doubted Lamar and he did what he did. So I think that helped the impact of his season. But remember, a lot of people were talking Russ all throughout the season. And so I think Russ is back, and he had an excellent game yesterday. And the guy makes great throws, and he leads that team. He's a true leader of the team. So they're legit. Um, this, uh, they got a great defense again. They got a safety from the Jets who plays down – and Jamal Adams that plays down here all the time. And you're definitely going to find us in a situation where you could argue that you could see, uh, you know, Saints, Seahawks for the NFC Championship. You know, you could see things like – Things like that, but Seahawks might be that team. Yeah, definitely a three-headed monster starting off the season at a, an MVP race. Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. It'll be fun to see how that goes because Russell definitely deserves, like, an accolade, like an individual accolade. Yes. Um, Dolphins at Patriots. Patriots went 21-11. to 11. Nobody really thought the, the Patriots would lose this game, but, you know, how did you think about them using Cam more as a runner than a passer? I thought that was interesting, but it feels New English, like New England their way. Like, that's their thing. Like, as the Brady years got longer, they started playing to their strengths. That's kind of their system. That's what they do. They're, they're known for looking at you on film and going, all right, we don't care that y'all think we're boring. They're like the Spurs of the NFL. They're going to just – is what they do. So not surprising. Um, I was happy to see Cam. That's one of my favorite players. So I was happy to see him be successful. And I and I'm also going to be happy to see him be successful because he likes to have be flashy and have fun in practice. And y'all rode my guy for playing in warm-ups. And he came out and played a good game and had a good first day. So uh, good, good job, Cam. 
They don't want to give you no credit, Cam. They don't want to show you no love. I'm with you, Cam. Listen, I give Cam Newton all the credit, man. He showed up, he played within the scheme, and he won a football game. So kudos to him. Uh, I just – I don't know if the whole, you know, throwing 15 passes in a game is going to do it. Yeah, no, it's not. But I think they're going to change up. I think he's shown he can do more. Um, but I think they're going to change up. No, Cam did not get in trouble for almost starting a fight at the end. They tried to pull his chain. That ain't his fault. Mm, I on Cam. <laughs> Chargers at Bengals. We talked about that a little bit. Chargers beat the Bengals 16 to 13, but Bengals definitely had a chance to tie it up. This game should have went into overtime, but uh, the Chargers win. I remember watching that. It's like, man, Tyrod Taylor. It's gotta be suck. It's gotta be sucky to be Tyrod Taylor. Like everywhere you go, they just want you. They're just waiting for you to suck to throw in the next. Yeah, like, but or does it suck because he's making like five to ten million a year to do that? I guess not. I guess not. Maybe maybe he's like okay with himself, right? Maybe he's just. Come to grips with this is just who I am in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Give Austin Eckler the ball. Damn it, Jesus! Yeah. Sorry about that. That was crazy. Well, I mean, I had I was looking for Tyler Boyd all yesterday. Anybody seen him? Any five points? Anybody seen him? No. Tyler Boyd. He he Anybody will not. I guarantee you. Cardinals. He's huh? not playing this week. He's not playing this week. I'm benching you. Oh. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> I don't know, you know, Cleveland, no DPs. You know what? I'll bench him and he'll, he'll get me tw- he'll get 20 on the bench probably. Maybe, maybe, you never know. Uh Cardinals beat the 49ers in a shocker. Cardinals uh you know away at the 49ers stadium, they beat them 24 to 20. Colin Murray balled out, and so did DeAndre Hopkins. New one-two tandem. Uh yeah, they'll win seven or eight games. I think they'll improve. I don't think they're as good as what we thought yesterday. But then again, I don't think the 49ers are as good as they were last year either. So no Debo. Um, and remember, that quarterback, Mr. Garoppolo, always known as a game manager. If he gets in a shootout, I don't think he wins a lot of those games. So it's interesting. If they can't defend as well as they did last year and they get into a couple of shootouts, you know, uh-huh. it'll be interesting to see how they how they pan out this year. Yeah, they lo- the 49ers definitely lost more than they gained, right? They lost a defensive lineman, traded them to the Colts. They lost a running back, uh, didn't re-up on defense. Uh, you know, uh, Sherman's still older. Um, they wide receiver opt out. They draft pick, I ask who, whatever his name is, is hurt. So, like, it's a lot going wrong on the 49ers. Kittle almost got hurt last week. Or, you know, Ooh, so, and and then it's the Super Bowl hangover, right? It's not going to be the Chiefs. So, it's going to be the 49ers. Usually when teams make it to the Super Bowl, they usually don't really sniff it the next year. So, right. it'll definitely, it, it could definitely be a down year for the 49ers when they only win, like, five, four games. Ooh. Uh, Buccaneers at Saints. This was a primetime game, the 4 o'clock game. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees, but Drew Brees prevailed, and that defense was nasty to couple with that offense. Yeah, I'm just going to just be quiet for a second because I want to listen. I was, you know, there's a lot of talk. It's a lot of talk, you know, Bucs. Game one, bro? Like, you want to you wanna mm. do it on the first game? Listen, it's the first game. No, no limited camp, no preseason. 
You know, Brady threw two picks. One was a horrible ball on the out route. Another one was a miscommunication with his wide receiver. They didn't get Gronk involved. They didn't stick to the running game. Tom looked bad. A lot of penalties. A lot of it was just it looked like a team that just got together. So hopefully they can get it back. Hopefully, hopefully they can do something and and pick up some momentum. But this is like a team that needed a camp. This is like a team that needed preseason, and unfortunately they didn't get either one of those. So. Mm-hmm. Now they got to figure it out on the fly. Yeah, you could tell who was more familiar. I mean, you got a team that comes in that has a lot of people returning, and head coach and quarterback are on the same page. There's definitely still some opportunity there. Um, so it, it, I think it went worse than people thought, you know. And I also think it, it, but I don't think it went as bad enough to say, "Hey, their season's over." Definitely, I think there's too much talent on their roster for them. To, to for this to be a situation where we think this is a precursor for the future. Um, but definitely people want to see a little bit more of a matchup, a little bit more of an entertaining game, but you definitely saw the advantage of uh, knowing your players, knowing your teammates, knowing your head coach, knowing the style, knowing the system. You saw the benefit of that for, for the Saints yesterday. Yeah. They, I mean, they just got to figure – and this is a team, too. They got so many different people. Like, you got to figure out your running backs. You got to figure out your DBs. Like – they got a lot of guys that's in rotational and they don't know who they're playing. So that's up to Bruce, man. You got to solidify your rosters and solidify your rotations and your depth chart because you just got a bunch of guys playing football in, in random scenarios. So, like, you know, it seems like one series is Fournette. Another series is uh is, is Ronald Jones. When Ronald Jones was doing the best job and you take him out, I knew it, was, it was just a weird scenario. Godwin didn't get as many balls. Uh, Mike Evans, they weren't, like, he been hurt, so obviously they didn't practice a lot with Tom. So like, it's it's just it's a it's a learning, and his tackles are hot garbage. Okay, <laughs> I I know one's a rookie and he's gonna need time, but that left tackle, I mean Jesus, I mean Tom was on his back most of the game, so they got to figure out some protections. And and Gronk last year in New England, he was more of a blocker than a pass catcher, so Gronk got to go back to blocking. He got to go back to block and let OJ catch some balls because that old line is horrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Brady is not used to that. All right. And then the Sunday night game was Cowboys at Rams. Rams won 20 to 17. There was a controversial offensive pass interference called on Gallup. Uh, I think Jalen Ramsey sold that one a little, a little too well and got the flag. That was. That was a little reputation flag right there. So mm. shout out to Jalen Ramsey and his and his acting. But uh, I, I'll never I'll never be a crybaby for the, the for Dallas. Never. So <laughs> I care less. Yeah, I, I, don't know, I thought it was off as a that pass interference. I think when we saw it happen, I I knew I thought I agree with it at the moment. I, when you watch it in replay, you do see uh, Jalen Ramsey flail back. I don't know. I think that's kind of hard. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not hard to act out kind of in the moment at that speed. And maybe it's just it was really the natural motion. But I think he definitely pushed him. Um, he just didn't get away with it. Does it happen all the time? Yes. Did it just happen in the Cincinnati game? Yes. I mean, so we just literally saw the same thing transpire, uh, you know, an hour or two earlier. But yeah, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not crying over spilled milk for the Cowboys. I enjoy watching that be an issue for them. And I so enjoy watching Stephen A. give him give him hell on ESPN. So, 
But even even that that offense though, you would think they'd put up more than seventeen points. Like they got to find a rhythm in Dallas because they got hell weapons. Yeah, but it's like so that's what I understand about them. Which this was the knock on McCarthy when he was in Green Bay. It was they would run the ball, but then they would throw to Devontae a lot, and so it was it became really easy to defend them. And yesterday he, Zeke did his thing. I mean, and the new thing about the offense was they were throwing it to Zeke. They were talking about it on the broadcast. He was getting throws and he was running the ball. The thing about it is it was also we're just going to always throw it outside to to um what's his name? Cooper. Cooper, Amari Cooper. You know, it's like they weren't really going to Gallup. They weren't really going, you know, to a tight end if they even had. I don't even think he threw it to a tight end one time. I don't know that they have a third option. The third option is C.D. Lamb. Yeah, that's know, the guy who blew out his Achilles. <laughs> all right, right. So he was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you they have other weapons, and it seems like they should be spreading the ball around, and I don't know that that was their approach yesterday. So you're right. They got to figure it out. But that is how Green Bay kind of folded with McCarthy is that that offense got boring. And it was really just get to the line, and A Rod would would change everything at the line based off of what he saw, and the play calling got really simple. And they're and they're not using McCarthy; they're using the same OC that was there under Garrett. And we know how the Garrett offense went; it was the same. They had the same yeah. issue. So we'll see how that develops. Yeah, that's tough, bro. That I mean, you expect them to put up more points than that, but I mean, just watching the Rams run offense is exhausting. Like, I yeah. love their offense because it's simple yet complex. And, like, they got off. I mean, that first half, and then things started to slow down. You can tell they need a, a more dynamic running back to sell that play action. But right. other than that, I like the Rams. I always had. All right. And then we got the games tonight, man. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh, New York. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking New York pulls this one off. I do too. I think I mean it's it's 10-9 right now, 324 to go in the second. And the Giants are bad, and so are the Steelers, I guess. But I think New York pulls it off too. I think I mean Who you, got, schedule? <laughs> yeah, you got a second year quarterback in the Giants, right? I mean, then you got Ben Roethlisberger coming back. And with both of these teams, no camp hurts both of these teams, right? I right. mean, the second year QB needs more time. And Roethlisberger definitely coming back off of the injury. You can't just plug him back in because all you got is Juju. So, right. you know, we'll, this is this is definitely a crap pick for a Monday night football game. But I'm going to go with the Giants because I should never root for the Steelers because I'm a Browns fan. All right. And then the, uh, the other one is Tennessee at Denver, which is I'm not watching that. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to pick the Titans off of strength. Yeah. I'm saying here, pick the Titans. I think they run the ball well, and and it's the Broncos at home. I think the Broncos are going to win like five games this year and be sitting in the middle of the first round picking another offensive lineman. <laughs> they need a quarterback, so hopefully they ain't taking for a quarterback too. Or we you know, just Drew Locke? No. No Drew Locke, no – Ain't that where Joe Flacco went? Like, they got garbage quarterbacks. Like, they got, like, four quarterbacks, yeah. yeah they, they all hot garbage. So, they're definitely in the market for a quarterback this draft. No Von Miller this year. Like, they're, they're – like – That they're, was it. 
they're one of those teams that they're might be in the running for a number one pick. Uh oh, you better watch out, Lions fans. Right. So John Elway with a quarterback is a is a scary thing. Yep. <laughs> All right. So that's our our recap of uh, of week one. There are Monday Night Football predictions. You want to do a uh, pick them for next week, or you want to go straight to the uh, the crystal ball? Uh, let's do pick them, and then we'll wrap up with crystal ball. All right. I pick the Lions will lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's bring up the schedule. That's what I pick. I pick the Lions will lose. <laughs> All right, you got this one? All right, so uh, the, the first game of the week, 820 game, Thursday night football, Bengals-Browns. Who are you going with? I'm going Bengals by 10. What? Bengals by 10. I don't – Baker Mayfield sucks, bro. Like <laughs> – I'm so tired of hearing you say that. He sucks. I'm going with the better quarterback, which is Joe Burrow. Oh, God. Brown, Browns win this by 13. Sun, <laughs> Sunday, first game on the docket. Let's get, get this one out the way. Lions at Packers. Packers are favored by six. Packers by 30. <laughs> <laughs> Packers by 30. Absolutely. Packers by 30. I'm with you. Giants at Bears. Giants at Bears. Uh, if my prediction is right, the Giants will be one and zero against the one and zero Bears. Don't really matter at right because they ain't gonna be no fans there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so off strength, I'm gonna pick the Giants. Yeah, I'm gonna go Giants too. I don't believe in Mitchell Trubisky. They're really zero one thanks to the Lions. <laughs> yeah, that Giants. I, I say Giants. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll keep it close. Giants by three. Giants by seven. Oh, nice matchup. Uh, no, it's not. Falcons, Cowboys. I'm going to go to Falcons. Uh, no, I'm going to go Cowboys on this one. Uh, Falcons, you know, they, they look sexy, but they're, they're really not. They, they're not sexy at all. Yeah. I'm going to go Cowboys, I'm, but I'm going to keep it close. I'm going to say Cowboys by seven. I'll go Cowboys by ten. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguars, Titans, another dumpster fire. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this is a horrible matchup, but uh, but Derrick Henry usually destroys the Jaguars. Uh, the line is by ten, so I'm a, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take the points on that one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Titans by seventeen. <laughs> hey, I'm actually gonna go Titans here, but I think it's gonna be a little closer. The Jaguars actually played pretty well yesterday. It was it was a little more than just them kind of getting lucky. Uh, the Colts have a, a, a really – well, not a really good, but the Colts have a defense. So I thought the Jaguars actually performed well. Well, Hunter Minshew, I don't know if that's his first Gardner, name. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. All right. Yeah, yeah he you played pretty well. You picked the first whitest name you could think of. <laughs> I did. Okay. <laughs> Gardner's the second. Uh, Titans, Titans win this game uh, by six. Titans by six. All right. All right, we have Vikings-Colts. Man, that's some ugly games this next week. Horrible. These are horrible games. Uh, I, I'm going to pick Vikings on this one. Uh, heavy dose of Dalvin Cook should be enough to get past the Colts. Um, the Vikings, uh, you know, they didn't have a really good showing. 
on defense last week, so I hope they correct that. And you know Phillip Rivers is going to throw the ball to him at least once. There you go. Can't pick. I can't never go with Phillip Rivers, so I'm going Vikings by seven. I, I go, yeah. turn it over. That sounds right. Vikings by seven. Yeah. Colts are going to definitely turn it over. Uh, Bills and Dolphins. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Josh Allen goes crazy again. I'm going Bills by 17. Yeah, Bills are going to kill the Dolphins. I say Bills by 21 or more. Hey, that line is four and a half. I would take the points on that. I would definitely take the points. On that. <laughs> uh, it gets worse. 49ers and Jets. Oh, man. You definitely look for the 49ers to bounce back. Uh, you expect them to look great against the Jets. Uh, so I'm going uh, 49ers. I, I, I'll say about 21. Yeah, I'm with you on that. 49ers in a blowout. The Jets are horrible. Le'Veon Bell is injured again. Whoever has him on a fantasy team, put him away. He's done for the season. Uh, uh, Rams and Eagles. This would have been a better uh, – something to look forward to if the Eagles not lost to the Washington football team. Right. So, And the Rams looked really, really good. The Rams travel east to Philly, 1 o'clock start. West Coast travel, early start, really 11 o'clock. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm picking the Rams on this one. Uh, Eagles – but the last couple of years, they just seem bombed up and depleted. Like, they're always hurt. They're always missing people. I'm picking the Rams. I'll go Rams by 14. I wouldn't say the Rams are going to blow the Eagles out, but I think the West Coast uh, travel to the East is going to affect this a little bit. But I still like the Rams by 17 in this one. Uh, their, defensive, their defensive line is legit. I think Carson Wentz is running for his life all day. Broncos <laughs> and Steelers. Yuck. Uh, I was, as this is going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a close game, unfortunately. Um, but the Steelers have better players, so you would think they would they would win. I'll go Steelers by six. Yeah, Steelers winning on a field goal. They win by three. The Brock, I, I I'm only doing this because I'm picking them to win. Because this is, I would be stupid to say they're going to lose to the Broncos, but I still hope they lose because I'm a Cleveland fan. Mm. <laughs> Panthers and. Okay, so as you scroll down, are there any good games? Oh God, Panthers at Bucks. And yeah, week two's hard. Week two's week two's really hard. Yeah, they went they went heavy rivalry week one, and this week is like, yeah, uh, Panthers at Bucks. Uh, I still don't know what kind of team the Panthers are. You would hope Tom Brady has a bounce back game this game, but I still expect it to be close for these guys to still kind of you know get their footing together and they still i would say the panthers would still have the better player on the field in christian mccaffrey so i, I would i would say bucks win but by a field goal yeah i like the bucks in this one um I, I think the panthers do keep it close because the bucks are still trying to figure it out um mccaffrey's legit even though his team's gonna be horrible um they did put up some points bridgewater looked okay Ultimately, I think the Bucs win this game because I think they're just going to get that first win and they're going to figure out enough with enough good players on the team. But I, I think if they win by 10, but only because they end up sealing the deal like on a late field goal or something. I think it's a one-score game late. Okay. Uh, four with The 4 o'clock in the afternoon game, the 1 o'clock slate is horrible. The 4 o'clock games are the Washington football team travels out west to play the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals really surprised me. I mean, D-Hop, 14 balls for 151. Like, I didn't really think that connection was going to be really there, but they made it They made it a focal point of their offense, and Washington really doesn't have anybody to stop that. Now, that defensive line did look scary against the Eagles, but the Eagles, like I said, are bombed up and depleted. So, Kyler Murray is going to be running for his life <laughs> in this game. 
So this one's going to be hard to tell. Like, does Washington's defensive line steps up, or do the Cardinals' talent take over? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I would say the Cardinals win this one, but I'll keep it close, and I'll say by six. Yeah, I think the running for his life is an accurate statement for Kyler Murray, but I think what we saw him do yesterday running for his life from the 49ers lets us know that this guy's talented enough to run for his life straight to the end zone. I think the Cardinals can beat Washington, but it is going to be close. I'd like Washington by a touchdown. Great. I'm sorry, the Cardinals by a touchdown. All right. Oof. It just doesn't get good. Uh I mean, these last, these last three here get these these three get a little better. Yes, because you because you think you the Chargers are talented, right? Games. <laughs> this is a rivalry game. Chiefs and Chargers. Mahomes uh, had they, the Chiefs have uh, over a week and a half to prepare for this game, having played the early game on Thursday. Um, Chargers travel back west. Right now, the Chiefs looks like about eight and a half. Mm. I don't know who does that. The Chargers would be a good team if they had a quarterback. I mean, they got a good defense. They got a great secondary. They got good. They got good linebackers. They got a good defensive line. They got the backs. They got the receivers. The line is okay. They just miss a quarterback. The Chargers would be a good team if they had a quarterback. And unfortunately, Tyrod Taylor is not that quarterback. Chiefs by twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a blowout. I don't I, I think this is close early because I think just it takes a little while for people to get adjusted um to 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 the challenge of you know traveling out to another location. This will be their first road game. Road game plus um plus you know no fans. Like it's just kind of getting used to that road game element practice style, but ultimately the Chiefs run away with this. So yeah, I like the Chiefs by 17 or more. Yeah, it could be close, but I don't think it will be. Yeah. All right. We got Ravens and Texans. So Texans lost that first one. Didn't look too good. The wide receiver by committee situation is uh, not that strong right now. Uh, Will Fuller had eight receptions for 112 yards, but those really weren't like big impact yards. David Johnson looked good in his debut, but Lamar looked like Lamar and the Ravens look like the Ravens. Is this close? Baltimore by seven is the line. Poe Texans. Oh, Poe Texans. Poe Texans. Dang it. Like the schedule gods was like, we're going to give you Kansas City to open up the season. And then we're going to back it up with the Ravens. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm picking the Ravens. 17, 21, 24. I'm picking the, I'm picking the Ravens. This isn't a close. David Johnson, Will Fuller, like they're they're really reaching for guys to be playmakers for Deshaun Watson, and unfortunately, this Ravens team, like you said, the continuity of just having the same guys and the same coach and the same scheme, and you added weapons, you added Glass Campbell, you added J.K. Dobbins, you added weapons to this team, they're gonna get killed. <laughs> <laughs> No said. You said it. I'm with you. Ravens kill the Texans. And uh, the Sunday night game. This, this, uh, yeah, this should be good. This one, Patriots at Seahawks. Of course, a lot of people are going to talk about. Pats are going out west to Seattle. Cam Newton, the new look Patriots. They won their first game with ball control. 
They were really methodical going down the field. Defensively, they looked pretty solid. Seahawks looked really good on the road in Atlanta. They're, they look like the Seahawks. And they are a continuity team. They've been together. Russ knows his players. DK's in his second year. Everybody's looking for him to really kind of go on that upward trajectory. Yeah. Looks like a good battle. Late game, Seattle, no fans, no 12th man. No 12th man. Listen. Thank you, sir. Uh, Bobby Wagner ain't letting Cam Newton run on nobody, okay? He's the best linebacker in the game, and you expect him to have a scheme to keep Cam Newton in the pocket. Like, you can't give him open running lanes. Your design run shouldn't run. These are the most disciplined linebackers in all of NFL. And I would I would be hard-pressed to pick Cam Newton rushing for 100 yards against us. 15 carries for 75 yards and two touchdowns Cam Newton got this week. He is not getting nowhere near that against Seattle. You're going to have to throw that thing, but he ain't got nobody to throw it to. I'm right. taking the Seahawks by 17. Ooh, blow. I I like that. That's a dude, that's a big the spread there is big. Um I think it's closer. I think the Pats give him give him a run. I think um there's the the factor of not having to play against the 12th man. Listen, I mean got Belly, he's got a great system. Cam's got a great system around him now. He's got coaches that are going to be very like meticulous and really going to set up a game plan that can help them succeed. But I agree, the Seahawks are just a little too much for them. But I don't think they beat them by 13. I think they beat them by a touchdown and a field goal. Um, and I don't think it's within reach late. I think they beat them um, handily, and you look up and go, okay, the Patriots gave them a good fight. They don't have enough weapons to keep up, though. Like, they got no base back to help them out. You're not really running the ball against the Seahawks like that. The only way that this get the score stays low is if the Seahawks just run it down their throat, which they can do. Right. right. I, you, uh, I I don't really see the Patriots really competing in this. Like Cam ain't enough. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now Monday night game. This this may uh, this may have some juice on it. Say Saints and Raiders. I th- I think it's got a little more excitement because the Raiders. They did win their first game. They look exciting. They got listen. These guys got some young players. Josh yeah. Jacobs is legit. Yeah. Um. They got a couple of vets. They got you know Witten that tight end. D- Derek Carr is is we're kind of waiting for him to ascend a little more. But they're young. They're a John Gruden coach team. Probably scrappy. Great attitude. The Raiders. They're bringing back that that silver and black. But man, the Saints are still the Saints. I mean. Yeah. If what anything. If anything, this like I was saying before, the Saints defense is probably more scared than the Saints offense. And the Saints off the Saints offense is pretty scared. Like yeah. that defense, their car against that defense. I don't like I, I'm not sure the line uh the, the Raiders offensive line uh expectations or how good they are, but that Saints defensive line, their blitz package, that double linebacker blitz. I mean, it was just it's uh, it's just it's scary over there <laughs> in New Orleans on defense. Wow. And I don't really trust David Carr against that. Like He's got to show me that he can ball. And running the ball against him doesn't sound like a good thing. So I'll go Saints, but I'll, I'll keep it close. I'll say Saints by t- 10. I, yeah, I think you're 100% right. Hit the, hit the nail on the head. I think the Saints are going to beat them and beat them handily. I really do. I think they're going to beat them by 17 or more. I think it's. I think the the defense is a little too much. I think Oakland will be really excited to be at home in a new stadium, minus the fans, obviously, but still being at home. The young guys coming out 
getting to play in your new beautiful arena, um, Allegiance Field, Allegiant Field, I believe is what it's called, Allegiant Stadium. So I think they'll be excited for that. It would definitely be cool if there were fans there. Um, that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I think I think the Saints are just too much. I think you, the Saints are going to get it rolling this week. I thought they struggled a little bit against the Bucks. Um, I think they get it rolling this week against a young team, and they beat them by by seventeen. Yeah, it's not really this this week. It's definitely a front runner week. Like the, the it's kind of obvious who's going to win this. I think really the only if I had to pick the only real upset that I could see here is maybe Carolina over Tampa Bay. That's yeah. probably the only real upset that that I can really look at. Maybe the Steelers losing too. Uh, yeah, those are probably the only two real upsets that I can see that can come out of this week. But everything should be par for the course coming out of this week. Well, that's it, man. I mean, it looks it looks boring to be honest with you. <laughs> it's NFL football and it's back, and and we'll see. You know, after this week is done. Does anybody test positive? Do we have any more issues? Or are they headed into a week two where, you know, testing stood strong? Everybody did what they were supposed to do. And and we're looking forward to another week of football. Yeah. Yep. I'm with it. All right. So let's uh let's wrap this up with our crystal ball predictions. Last week you said that, you know, it'll be a front and center on how they would do with the anthem and the COVID. And, and and I would say you were pretty right. You know, they they tested everybody and everybody came back negative. Uh, that was a that was a good storyline for the league that all the COVID tests came back negative, so everybody got a chance to play. Nobody was sat out this first week, so that was a great storyline going in. And then the anthem thing. I mean, you definitely saw that on Sunday Night Football. They discussed the anthem. You know, the trends of what people are doing. The Indianapolis coach was the only coach to really kneel. Um, you know, certain players kneel, did the fist, you came out for the anthem, or you set or you came you set out for two anthems. They got two anthems now, they're playing the same Alicia Keys video every doggone game. <laughs> you gotta sit through Alicia Keys every week, or it's gonna be somebody different now. Come on. So so now, you know, so that is that was a huge storyline. So I'll say you were definitely right on that one. Uh I had, you know, Patrick Mahomes going crazy against the Texans. You know, I was solid five, six touchdowns. Not quite that many touchdowns, but the Chiefs definitely handled their business. And uh, it was really the rookie and Sammy Watkins who were the, uh, the the bigger story coming out of that more than Patrick Mahomes. All right, so going into next week, looks like Kobe picked his. Uh, maybe Big Ten plan, yes or no. We got to wait and see. They had a meet, but no vote came out. Looks like uh, um, what's the other league that stepped out? They, they trying to figure out if they want to have a league too, so – that might be a, a, a crystal ball prediction. What's yours going into next week? Doggone it, Kobe. Took my dang on prediction. So, yeah, I think that's the that's the big story for the week. I mean, because honestly, I think I think one, one thing you'll hear a lot about is coming out of the weekend next week, you'll hear a lot about who's 0-2, whose season is over, you know, who's not going to make the playoffs, who started 0-2 and they can't. We do that. We kind of go through that every year. But I think the storyline is definitely going to be the Big Ten. The next time we come on the air, there's a good uh, chance we're going to know if the Big Ten is going to play and win. Um, and I, I think the Pac-12 to me seems like they're more uh, legit to getting a start um, because they've they've agreed to um, already to kind of their testing protocols and according to 
uh, a couple of the coaches out there have been already come out and said, you know, they feel like this is going to be good for them and they can get going in October. I definitely think it's going to be the Big Ten. And it's not only will it be are they going to play or not, but really based on the decision that comes out of this possible vote, it's the, the fallout from it, right? Like if they play, then they're going to catch heat for like even going through all of this. And then if they don't play, then it's going to be like, again, what do you, what do your doctor say that's so different? And we're going to deal with that situation. My prediction, Kobe, I think they play because I think this comes down to money. And I think the, the ones that voted no ultimately needed to see enough for them to feel comfortable to vote yes. They didn't need to see something overwhelming. They just needed to see something that was enough to be able to co-sign on. Yes, they can play. All right, fine. If you guys want it, here you can have it. Let us get our millions of dollars off of it. I think that's what it ends up being. I think they end up playing. All right, that's dope. I I, I hope so, too. What about the guys that declared for the draft? Well, I mean, I, that's going to be interesting, right? Well, how does that play in? Do you Do those guys get to come back? Do they get to – I mean, we've never been here before. So just like they're allowing everybody to get another year of eligibility, do you open it back up and let guys back in? I think those guys stay opted out and you go and, and it, it, it moves forward with people that are here. I think that that benefits some programs like Michigan, for example, who didn't have a lot of guys opt out. And they've been saying, we want to play, we want to play, we want to play. Um, it doesn't benefit some other programs. So I don't know that you balance that out. I think that's something you leave up to to the player, but I don't think they're going to leave it up to the player. I think if you had a, somebody that went ahead and opted out, I don't think they're going to get the chance to come back. We could, we could, you know, we could debate that, but if you get an agent, no, they're, you know, the NCAA man, those guys are hypocrites. They're not going to let people yeah. back in. I think if you went that far anyway, you don't want to play anyway. Like, yeah, your, yeah. Your, your stock should be good enough to where you figure you, you know, your tape should be at a certain level. To where you figure you'll get drafted. Those are really first round guys is getting agents and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, so my headline going into it, you always got all this these overarching headlines, like these grand headlines. I'm I'm sticking in the games. I'm sticking in the game headline. You know what I'm saying? My game headline, man. You remember how it was when the Bucks got eliminated? What should the Bucks do? Who should they put around Giannis when he leaves? What do the Clippers do when they lose short of the Western Conference Finals? Mm. How did this happen? Is Paul George and Kawhi the tandem that the Clippers need? Is Doc Rivers the guy? Do they need to get other people around them? Do they want Chris Paul back? Do they want? Do they need shooters? Do they? Does, do you need to package Paul George because he's not going to help Kawhi win a championship? Kawhi picked the wrong Los Angeles team. It's just it's it, it's it's a melting pot of questions. A lot of stories. Days of stories can come out of this. If the Clippers lose to the Nuggets, Nuggets in Game Seven, this can take a hold, a stranglehold of ESPN for the next couple of days. So that's that's my that's my crystal ball. The Lakers and Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. And uh, the Clippers are sitting on the sidelines, struggling, trying to figure out what they're going to do. Wow. All right. Good question. So, uh, uh, those are our predictions for the upcoming week. Don't forget, man, we appreciate everybody joining us in the chat tonight, man. Don't forget, if you listen to us 
live right now on YouTube or Facebook. Make sure you share the feed. Make sure you let somebody know. Tell somebody to be back here with us next week. Tell them to join us. We're back here usually on Mondays around 7 o'clock, 7-ish. You know, we're family men. We got things to do. We got jobs. So sometimes things change. And that's the benefit of having your own show, your own platform, your own studio, your own everything. So at the end of the day, uh, you can always find us here. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Dre underscore on air or at jwillow2. Or hit us up. And that's zero two. Or you can hit us up on Facebook at Academy Sports Show or on Instagram at Academy Sports Show. And you can find us on iTunes and you can find us on SoundCloud. Just look us up. If you listen to us out there in podcast land, we appreciate you as always because we see those comments. We see those likes. We see those streams on SoundCloud. So we appreciate it when we upload a show. There's usually somebody clicking a like or hitting a response. So as always, we appreciate everybody. And we appreciate everybody in the chat, everybody outside the chat, whether you are there or not. You'll always see right before the show, you'll get an alert. So make sure you hit the bell. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you follow us and make sure you subscribe. And don't forget, if you want to become a sponsor, hit us up, Academy Sports Show at Gmail. It's really easy. If you don't know how to write that out, here, I'll show you. Academy Sports Show at gmail.com. Because when somebody wants to be a sponsor on our show and they want to get their name pub, their company pub, they hit us up. And that's where I pass it back to my man, Dre, because he's going to talk about their sponsors. You know it. Mike Vaughn's Plumbing provides top quality services at great prices, whether it's just getting up the cold waterproofing or daily home services. We suggest you call the man. 313-304-7786. Vaughnsplumbing.com. Gives you a map of the area that they service as well as the services that they provide. But we suggest you call the man. 313-304-7786. Because that man right there is the real MVP. Like Joe said, man, hit us up on all our socials. We appreciate you. If you are currently watching right now, make sure you share the programming. If you uh, go to iTunes and SoundCloud, the podcast to be up. Make sure you share the podcast. You can watch us while you work out. You can put us. We are Oxcord available. Put us in your car while you're driving to work, while you're taking a walk, or your lady's getting on your nerves and you just want to zone out. That's what we're here for. <laughs> but other than that, man, great show, brother. And like you said, I appreciate everybody that's in the comment section today. Hey, as always, always fun. We're back again next week. We hope to see you guys at the same time, same place. Make sure you follow us so you'll know when to get here. We'll talk to you guys soon.